Hello and welcome to Raising a Healthy Family podcast. I am your host, Natalie Schwartz. In today's episode, I'm getting into a vegan diet versus a plant-focused diet. I understand that for the majority of people who are looking for a healthy lifestyle change or looking for weight loss, that going vegan seems overwhelming. And honestly, if that's not something you're ready to commit to, I would rather you not go that route because I want this to be something that can be a lifestyle change so you can better your health, so you can sustainably lose weight, so you can improve your family's health. So what I like to do is I call it a plant-focused diet. And I'm going to get into that in this episode, sharing how you can have meat or animal protein and I'm sharing the appropriate proportion size for that, how to source it in a way that is going to be sustainable and healthy for you and for your family. So this episode is something I'm so passionate about. I literally could talk about this topic forever. So let's get right into it. Hello. I am so excited to get into this topic today because it's something I feel so incredibly passionate about. And there's so much nowadays about eating a plant-based diet or you see celebrities going vegan or all of the things that have to do with plant-based eating being this positive, amazing lifestyle and diet and all the things. And I get that people have their own opinions about this. And um, I kind of wanted to just break it down today. What is a plant-focused diet versus a vegan diet? And from my professional standpoint and from somebody who was vegan for nine years, I think that if you are looking for sustainable weight loss, if you are looking to improve your family's health and change maybe the way you eat your husband, your kids, or you're looking to help heal your gut, or you're looking for overall health to boost your energy, your mood, maybe you have type 2 diabetes, maybe you have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, this episode, we want to dive into all of that because as we know, eating a plant-focused or plant-based diet is going to help lower blood pressure, it's going to help lower cholesterol, it can reverse and in a lot of cases prevent type 2 diabetes. It is going to be lower in calories in all of the bad fats that you don't want. You get to absorb the vitamins, the minerals, the antioxidants, the phytochemicals, phytonutrients from the plant foods into your body, which fight free radicals, which help to expel cancer cells. I mean, there's so many amazing benefits to eating your vegetables, to eating fruit, to eating a plant-focused way. But here's the deal. I am somebody who, you know, over a decade ago, I was 30 pounds overweight. I was trying all kinds of diets. I was doing all these things. I was swollen. I was inflamed. I, you know, I couldn't sleep. I was, I was self-conscious. I was, you know, all of the things that happen. And um, I was looking for something like the key to my salvation that would give me joy in eating food because I enjoy food. And I also wanted to lose the weight and not have to constantly be on this dieting loop. And for me, that was plant-based eating. I decided at the time to go vegan and that worked for me for a very long time. And I get that that seems a little bit intense for a lot of people. If you're ready and you're like, I want to go completely vegan, like this is what I'm looking forward to, by all means, 
please do so. This episode is not, or this conversation really is not to get into like vegan is bad or plant-based is better or anything like that. I think you know where you're at and go with it because that is going to be your guiding light with what you can stick to. I think that eating a plant-focused diet is much easier to maintain in the long run. If you know you enjoy animal protein, then I would say go with a plant-focused method way of eating, which is what I share with my clients, which is what I preach, which is what we do ourselves here in my house. And um, it's just going to be a little bit easier for you because sometimes when we go, okay, we're going to go vegan, like that's what everybody's doing and I'm just going to try it. And then you're not really committed to that for a lifestyle change, just for like a 30 day quick fix. It's never going to feel good, right? It's not intuitively and internally going to line up with where you're at. So I always say, go with a plant focused because the focus of your meals should always be plants. I don't think that there's any doctor or any Um, expert in this field out there who's going to argue with that, right? The focus should always be plants. So fruits, vegetables, you know, whole grains, nuts, seeds, you know, your legumes, you have your lentils, all of those are going to offer amazing health benefits. And it's really retraining our brain to get back to eating real food, the way that it came out of the ground. Um, So that's what I kind of want to touch on because I think, like I said, if you're ready for a vegan diet, then go that route. That's great. But if you're looking to sustainably lose weight or make some healthier choices in your family, but you know that you or your spouse or your kids aren't going to want to fully give up meat, then please, by all means, that's okay. I'm here giving you permission to tell you that is okay. I would much rather have my clients be focusing on making the bulk of their meal plant food and still having it in the animal protein on their plate than getting overwhelmed or riding off eating in this way completely and just sticking with what they're the standard American diet, what, what they're currently doing. Because that is not going to support your gut microbiome. That's not going to support your stress, your hormones, your anxiety, your weight gain. All of those things are tied to the food that we eat. And so I wanted to get into our plate. What you put on your plate, here are a few staples, okay? Because on a plant-focused diet, if you want to have meat by all means, do so. But I think that we have to have the conversation of where are you getting this meat? Where are you sourcing this meat? And this is not to shame anyone or or put anything down because we all do. We work on what the best girl of where your budget's at. You got to do what you got to do. I get it. But here's the deal. If you're buying conventional meat from the grocery store, you're driving through fast food and picking up a Happy Meal chicken nuggets, or you're getting chicken sandwich and or or a burger, you have to think what has gone into that animal and what have they been consuming that now I'm consuming? Because the majority of the food that we eat has been sprayed with glyphosate or Roundup unless it's an organic crop 
for the most part. And so if that animal is eating corn feed or meal or whatever it is that they feed farm animals that aren't just free to roam, that, those antibiotics, those pesticides, those things are going into that animal, into their flesh, becoming part of them, and then you're consuming that. So I think it's always so important to know if you can where your meat is coming from, if that is the road that you want to continue on. And I think that empowering yourself with that knowledge of going down to the farmer's market and finding somebody local that you trust and who lets their animals roam free or whatever the case may be, that is going to be something that's going to serve your body long term as opposed to getting cheap commercial um, mass produced meat. So there's my stint on meat. <laughs> but anyways, okay, let's get back to your plate because your plate should be 50 to 60% leafy greens and non-starchy vegetables. So I will give you an example. So some non-starchy vegetables would be artichoke, broccoli, cauliflower, Swiss chard, spinach, tomatoes, bell pepper, onion, cabbage, those, and the list goes on. But those are some non-starchy vegetables. And, you know, you have your leafy greens in there. So 50 to 60% of your plate should look like that. And then you should have a portion for your protein. And if you're going to choose an animal protein, the best guideline to go with, because we overconsume meat here in the United States, which clogs your arteries, it leads to all sorts of other things when there's an overconsumption of it. So if you are going to consume it and put it on your plate, look at the palm of your hand flat out. For fish, it should be the palm of your hand, and then make a fist now, and look down at your fist, and for meat, it should be the size of your fist. Those are great little, um, little nuggets of information for you to keep in your pocket, um, just for a reference guide of the amount of protein. We, we over-consume protein here, and it's just not that necessary to go, you know, balls to the wall um, with like getting a 20 pound steak on your plate. Okay. And the next step is healthy fats. And then you're going to have a complex carb. So healthy fats are, you know, avocado, olive oil, avocado oil, coconut, sunflower seeds, nut butter, olives, those types of things are healthy fats. And you have your complex carbs which are going to be your sweet potatoes, your whole grains, your quinoa, your brown rice, oatmeal. Um, you can do a gluten-free pasta. These are real whole foods, okay? And that's how the structure of your plate, when you're eating a plant-focused diet, guess what? If you look at that plate, the whole entire thing is plants except for that one-fourth portion that's your animal protein. And if you don't eat animal protein, you can do tempeh, you can do tofu, you can throw some lentils down. Um, you have options there as well for the non-meat eaters. Um, so it's reimagining your plate. It's reimagining what you can do in the kitchen because eating plant-focused does not mean that you have to give up foods that you enjoy. I would always suggest that you try to eliminate um, 
conventional dairy as much as possible. If not totally, there are some amazing alternatives out there. You can make some really yummy alternatives at home for not a lot of money. Um, and it's just going to be so much better for your gut health and for inflammation in the body. But I just wanted to sort of dive into that because I don't want people to think I don't want people to shy away from this lifestyle because you really do. Like, let's face it, if we're making a change, especially if you need to lose weight or you're on a weight loss journey, you want to be making changes with food that you know are going to be sustainable. And if you're like, I'm going to go vegan for 30 days and suffer and lose 10 pounds and be amazing, you know that's not going to be sustainable for you, then don't, why Why do it? Why waste your time and why the heartache that will come after that? Because the weight's just going to come back. So eating in a plant-focused way, I think, empowers more people to jump on board with the plant-based lifestyle and getting plant-curious in the kitchen and involving your kids in the process and your husband and experimenting with new things is super empowering and exciting and food should be fun. It should be nourishing. It should not be something that you are cringing about or over stressing about or feeling guilty about. And when we focus back on a plant-based diet, we come back home. We come back home to how things were a ton of years ago when we were having to grow our own food and having to raise our own animals and do all of those things when things were pure, before mass farming came in, before Roundup, all of the things that have, you know, expedited and mass produced like how we do here in the United States. Um, but I think that this is a conversation that is so crucial to have because one in five Americans are obese. One in three Americans are overweight. We're seeing obesity levels in children as young as two years old. This is not to shame anyone. This is just facts. And these are things that are alarming. The number one killer in the United States is heart disease. Heart disease, okay? So things like heart disease, heart attack, hypertension, high blood pressure, uh, clogged arteries, all of these things can pretty much be preventable by the lifestyle that we lead. And if you did not grow up that way, or you're currently not leading your family in that way, that's okay. I didn't grow up a vegan. I didn't grow up eating a plant-based diet. I was raised by a single mom who worked a lot and we had frozen food options. You know, we had different things. She always made it a point to like have, you know, salad and different things like that. And I, what, you know, I had a palate where I sort of enjoyed all things, but it, it definitely wasn't some like hearty plant-based diet. So you can always rewrite your family's health history. You can always choose today. I'm going to rewrite my health history. And trust me, I lost 30 pounds over a decade ago. I have had two pregnancies. I'm pregnant right now with our third. And I've never felt like, oh my gosh, this weight isn't going to come off or I'm not going to feel good afterwards. Because of eating a plant-focused diet. It truly is so empowering to know what 
and where your food came from, what you're eating, where, where that food came from, and you're putting it into your body. So please do not shy away from getting curious with a plant-based diet because it does not mean that you have to be vegan. It does not mean that you have to give up things that you enjoy. Um, it just means, hey, let's cut some of the BS processed food out. Let's start to have a better understanding or relationship and, and create some knowledge around where our meat is coming from. And let's add more plants to our plate. I'm always a fan of the crowding in, not the takeaway. Because what happens when we tell somebody, here's a restriction. It's like, that's the only thing you want, right? It's like, oh, I'm not going to give up sugar. It's like, I can't stop thinking about cookies, you know? So it never, never think that it's a restriction way of eating. You're only enhancing what's already on your plate. Um, and I do have an online course for moms who are looking to feed their family more plant-based but ha are overwhelmed, have no idea where to start. Um, it's called Feeding Your Family Plant-Based 101. It is so affordable. It is less than 50 bucks. You get instant access to all of the modules. I hold your hand each step of the way, walk you through my favorite vegan cheese alternatives, all the swaps, how to grocery shop, how to talk to your spouse, how to get picky eaters on board. Everything is in that course for you, um, which I will link in the show notes here, or you can always go to nataliekschwartz.com forward slash plant-based. Um, but that is it. That is kind of what I wanted to get into and shed some light on because I want as many people as possible to get excited about eating a plant-focused diet and to know that like you have a home at this table. No matter how you're eating right now or how you want to continue to eat, there's always room for you at this table and you make your lifestyle and what works for your family, you make that work into a plant-based diet. My life may not look like yours and, and this person may not look like yours, but you are the mom. You are the gatekeeper of your family's health. You are there to set the example and make the decisions. And there's nothing I think more exciting than empowering yourself with giving your family the literal gift of health and longevity by incorporating more plant foods into your routine. So I love you guys. I thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this. I get so fired up about this topic. So if you have questions or anything, shoot me a DM on Instagram at Natalie K. Schwartz or drop them in the comments. See you next time.